the butterfly analogy. The butterfly analogy. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> that was so awkward. I'm looking kind of nervous <laughs> now. We're, we're actually doing this, girl. Oh are my we? God. Are, <laughs> are we? <laughs> we're, I don't know. We're like sitting out here at a park with mics and our mm-hmm. getup. I think I think we are doing this shit. We now. are. We are. Our shitty ass podcast. Our shitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name, though. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but first things first. Yes. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate that you're taking the time to. <laughs> Um, watch our shenanigans, like listen to us. Um, we do hope that um, you know you do take something away from us um, with our stories, yes. with what we're gonna share. Of you know, because I am a little bit nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't prep for this. I like there's no, I did day. not. <laughs> there's no like, there's no way for we me to prep. We just said we're gonna record, and then we'll see where this goes. Absolutely. In life. In life. You know? Yeah, kind of like how we're living life now. Exactly. That's. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. But no, like just to follow up on what Lita said, thank you so much for tuning in um and hanging out with us for like a couple a couple of hours. minutes. I don't we don't yeah, know. We don't we'll we'll just see how it goes cuz that's kind of like how we fell into place you know we're yeah. just you know walking along life i like met her in one of like my one of our classes one day and we just like connected just connected yeah. you know and so since then <laughs> our conversations the times of we've spent together it all just fell into place beautifully and mm-hmm. if i can like if you want to be extra cheesy too because i am like a yes. really cheesy person i'm like really mm-hmm. emotional guys you'll get to see that like as the, like the podcast progresses girl, like girl like girl. listen it's high key like embarrassing sometimes how emotional i can be but if i if i um could give a visual to our friendship i'd say like it's almost like constellations in the sky Aww. like everything just connects together so that beautifully so to make a beautiful picture you know what i mean again i'm like really cheesy i'm girl n- not even i'm i'm probably gonna get choked up but listen <laughs> i'm gonna vent right now and i'm just gonna say mm-hmm. i would date you like that's high key same <laughs> like literally <laughs> I would date you. that's how that's close like, we are yes. like that, that's where it's gone to like it, it's not our first time coming here obviously mm-hmm. um, this to me also i'm not sure if you feel this way too girl but it has become like one if not like my only safe place especially when i share it with someone like her exactly we've had some of our best conversations our most deep and intuitive conversations right here in this spot well not really a spot but like different spots here but like but here in this like area like this immediate area (laughs) we've had i have to be like logical with this i have to be like technical you know but uh, (laughs) like very practical but very practical what is it that you mean later I guess like <laughs> not in, like in this very spot. Like we like at first we went there like yes. over there and we had our picnic there. We had a picnic that? there too. Yeah, yes. like I brought like cheese. Well, we brought cheeseburgers. Yes. and we were all just like vibing here and this crying. <laughs> last year? This was last year, girl. COVID. During the pandemic. Yes. Mm-hmm. In That's a moment. Yeah. <clears throat> and for me, if since you did bring up COVID, I'm sure all of you guys feel this way too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very lonely time, especially for someone like myself who always feared being alone with her own thoughts and like mm-hmm. my biggest fears was actually coming true when it came to the covid pandemic i am someone who does struggle a lot with overthinking so when all of that happened it was like pure torture okay. and <laughs> you know um and in efforts to not want to put like my burdens on anyone else it's the type of person that i am i am very like emotional and very um open 
uh, when it comes to like giving love to others and like wearing my heart on my sleeve, I tend to be like that. But when it comes to meeting my needs, I'm not the best at doing that. And yeah. she knows this. Like I'm really not the best at um, meeting my needs at all. So at that pandemic was a really lonely time. But it was also a time where I feel like we did grow we a did, lot closer yeah. <laughs> and to the point where we're now doing this. Like Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because when we first met um, and we first started becoming comfortable with each other, we kind of had that idea in the back of our head. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be something completely different. We were going to, like, incorporate um, mainly Latin, the Latin aspect of ourselves or the yes. Hispanic part of ourselves. Yes, because um, we're both Salvadorian. We yes, come from Salvadorian backgrounds. Way, we yes. just came back We just came we back, just guys. Did. We'll get into that in a bit. But exactly. Of course. Uh-huh. But, um... Girl, I forgot what I was saying. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> it's just going to be a very different kind of dynamic. But then as we became more comfortable with each other, we kind of started getting really deep and really in there and really yeah. like emotionally raw. And I guess we just wanted to record that aspect of ourselves and just Absolutely. publicize it because we don't do that enough. We Especially don't. Especially like in today's social media age. I feel like we just very much censor everything we do. We do. Yeah. You know, we, um, I guess you could say we, we I wouldn't say we because I don't personally put myself into that category but from what we see out there Mm -hmm. that's readily available on social media people strive for perfection and I feel like the aspects of ourselves that like you were saying before how they're very like raw like emotional and just very vulnerable we tend to shy away from it we tend to shy away from it exactly so I feel like it's very important for us especially um with friendships as strong as ours or just friendships in general to I guess really have that, that those moments space. of that mm-hmm. that have that safe space and have those moments where we can be like raw with one another and that it's mm-hmm. okay we don't need to shy away from those parts of ourselves yes yeah i feel that <clears throat> just because like i've i've always been shied away from it i've always been the sensitive emotional one in my family and mm-hmm. i've you know i was so quick to cry at every little thing like if somebody would yell at me I or if that. i hurt somebody <laughs> I, I was the first mm-hmm. one you know in yeah. tears and um i was speaking to my therapist the other day and she goes you know tears saved you they helped shape you into who you are today that mm-hmm. strength that you carry now even though sometimes you know i feel like it's not like that mm-hmm. but um i've got i guess i've kind of learned how to appreciate that aspect of myself even though others don't necessarily show the the same appreciation i would like them to yeah but it's like if unless we appreciate that within ourselves nobody can really appreciate it for us that's true and that's something i'm currently trying to strive for what you said with your therapist that actually just struck a chord within myself too because i would always um i guess when it came to me or just how i like feel emotions and stuff like when i cry i always like give myself a hard time because i feel like you know i cry too easily like i feel everything like to the core and it's just like i can't i can't i'm not a person who can hide her emotions like if you see me walk into a room you can instantly tell how i am like you can tell if something is bothering me you can tell if i'm happy or not like i'm i like to say that i'm a very um i'm very open like i'm I'm like a clear glass but um i'm very different yeah oftentimes like but there are sometimes where I'm not really like that, unless something is like actually like really like bothering me. But what you said about tears, tears on um, protecting you, mm-hmm. 
that actually again like that really did struck yeah. like a deep chord with me right? now it's like it's when making me look at that, that differently when yeah. she said that i was like oh my gosh like i never really thought of it that way and i'm like bawling right because yeah. i'm like <laughs> at this point i'm like you're so right like i had yes. no other way to really like deal with what was going on at mm-hmm. the time you know and everybody deals with so many things but it's like nobody really encourages that breakdown right exactly. that one day leads to a breakthrough that's how i like to see it um, yeah but, like, now I'm very different. You know, I used mm-hmm. to wear my heart on my sleeve, but mm-hmm. I guess circumstances have just, like, proved to me that, like, that aspect isn't really welcome. So mm-hmm. I've been working on being mon- more vulnerable because lately I've been what everybody wants me to be. Like, I right. put on this, like, facade, right? So, mm-hmm. like, with you, I'll be one way. Like, I'll be the emotionally available friend. But then with someone else, I'll be, like, happy-go-lucky. Yes. Even though I'm not really in that moment mm-hmm. or in that mind space. Mm-hmm. And then with another person, I'll be, like, I don't know, I guess, the dominant friend or whatever. So mm-hmm. it, like, shifts between people. And now it's, like, to the point where it's, like, I don't really know who I am, you know? Mm, yeah. Like, like yeah. am I that person and also this person? Or am I just this person? Or am I... I don't know like it's true and like we were yeah. saying before how well, we, we touched we touched upon and agreed upon the idea that we different versions of ourselves exist with all of the people that we meet exactly so like this part of me is what exists with her and the part that I guess I'm really trying to embrace more because I am conscious of how I become when I'm around certain people and mm-hmm. having said that and like realize like just processing it in my head it's like I'm starting to have like an issue with it because I wish I could be this way with everyone Mm -hmm. I I meet but I I can't like it just I can't channel that energy and I guess in a sense it's it's you it sounds like me being fake but like promise you guys like no I was just about to say that though because Mm -hmm. you know I I've been putting on these like personalities for people but it's like I'm kind of sacrificing my own needs by doing Mm -hmm. that you know because what Mm -hmm. if in that moment i really just needed a friend to cry with but i'm forced to be this happy person for them you know so Mm -hmm. it's like i guess it comes from the sense that we've always sacrificed what we needed for other people Mm -hmm. so we kind of feel the need to be a specific way think about how that was with the relationship with my mother and i because i don't have like a close relationship with her like we haven't spoken in well over a year but with her i always felt i needed to constantly walk on eggshells around her mm-hmm. and um, i remember i was talking to my boyfriend about this about like maybe uh, a couple of weeks ago where it's like i was punished harshly as a child like any like small little thing i would always get my ass beat just to, to yeah. say it like that like i'd always get my ass clocked hispanic taste like <laughs> salvi know. things you know like it's not funny but it's really know, it's really not but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um yeah in efforts to, in efforts for me to not want to get hit or spanked, mm-hmm. um, I tried to be the best that I, the best daughter I could possibly be. Yeah. Even though I felt like my efforts weren't really for nothing because I always get my ass clocked. So right? now, um, no, I felt that just because yeah. like when I was younger, me and my mom we had uh, an interesting dynamic. It was mostly me kind of being emotionally there for her, mm-hmm. um, and she kind of. I don't know, like, I was I was always her rock, I would say, you know, so it made me sacrifice a lot of what I was going through, mm-hmm. um, just because, like, with the divorce and everything, she was 
you know, in a very tough spot. So I felt mm-hmm. like I had to kind of tread around my emotions or sacrifice how I felt to make sure that she was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so where was I going with that? That tends to happen to me, guys. <laughs> I tend to like lose, I, I, I lose like track of, of tra- thought like, too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just felt that. That's <laughs> what you had to. Yeah. That's that, what I had to but say. But I guess like I was trying to connect it to like how I live my life now. Now, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. But um, it's trauma. Like trauma does numbers on you. Yes, and now I feel like with <clears throat> most of, or if not everyone around me, I'm trying to be the best version I can, or to not like disrespect them because. I'm not really worried more so of their well in a way I am like worried about like their opinion because I am someone who tends Mm. to care about the opinions of others which I really shouldn't me too but I do focus mainly on the opinions of my family and those my my close friends as well but um but I was uh oh my god I'm like kind of like that's what I thought too it happened (laughs) happened. but um I guess what I was trying to say is that even though I said I value highly the opinions of those who are closest around me. What I've experienced then with, like, you know, my mom just, like, hitting me and stuff like that, I feel like mentally now with my overthinking problem, that became my constant spanking. Yeah. If that makes sense. Ooh. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, every little thing that I do, <clears throat> even though, if, let's say, as simple as me, like, sitting here, even, like, now, like, since I, I just stumbled, like, I, I, I heard that in my head where it's, like, oh, yeah. you fucked up. Oh, me you too. Know? Yeah. So it, it there's that constant like lashing mentally that's going on with me, and it's something that I can't really get rid For of. For me, it I I can kind of relate to that because it's like, um, there was a lot of like emotional rejection. So now when mm-hmm. I like. For example, I felt the need to save my mom, mm-hmm. oh, you know, for the most of my childhood. So now mm-hmm. it's like I kind of consistently look for guys that I can save. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For some reason, subconsciously, I guess, it just comes out that way. Yeah. So then, then again, I so then when I need to save someone, I'll tend to sacrifice my needs to make sure that they're okay. Or I'll consistently check on them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'll drain myself to make sure that they have everything that they need. And then I just mm-hmm. exhaust myself out. And then, so definitely, like, childhood definitely spills into, like, relationships. It really does, for sure. Because I kind of find myself doing that with my current relationship now. And I actually just had a a discussion with my boyfriend, like, two nights ago about this, where it was, like, to give you context, too, um, (laughs) he had just um, left my house. And... um, I told him, as always, to, like, call me whenever he gets home. It's, it's, like, something that I do. Just let me know that you're home safe, you yeah. know. Probably anxiety, but, you know, it shows that I care. No, yeah, of course. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. bear with me, guys. I am a little bit nervous. So just <laughs> yeah, I know. It's but okay. um, he had called me a few minutes later, and I was, like, on my way to the movies with my cousins. And so he calls to complain about a neighbor that lives in front of us who, like, parks his car, like, almost like in front of where my drive-thru is so Mm -hmm. he was like uh backing out and then he had like hit that car and that car has like multiple dents on it and so he's pretty much like complaining about how much of like a dumbass this guy was that he doesn't move his car out of the way and so um you know whenever i hear someone upset it doesn't matter who it is my mind instantly goes into problem solving mode Mm. you know and it came out in that moment with him like especially towards the end of a conversation 
and I hate myself for it because even then I was like, you know, I probably shouldn't offer solutions. But if you I were to offer one, though? like I, I was like, but if I were to offer one, probably try to park like, you know, like you in know reverse. So and then he was funny. like, OK, I'm going to hang up now. And then, uh-huh. Sorry, girl. I'm like, <laughs> you know what on. is so funny? And I don't uh-huh. need to cut you off, but it's just, before I forget, mm-hmm. my boyfriend kind of does the same shit. And, like, uh-huh. that kind of gets me mad. He offers solutions? Yes. Oh, my when God. sometimes, and it's not a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing, because, of course, yeah. you want to seek solutions and stuff like that. And uh-huh. sometimes, I just want him to listen. You know, yeah. like, I just want, like, him to just be like, you know what, you're right, and this and this and that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm not going to be right. I know that. But mm-hmm. it's just validation i guess oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i don't know but that's mainly um what it was and something i told him like i don't know how to work on that Mm. because since how i'm living now is so deeply rooted in trauma maybe Mm. what he was seeking for was validation but since that part of me jumped out Mm -hmm. i had no i pretty much had Sorry, no control over it. No, of course. Of course. It just came out. And I felt horrible afterwards. I told him, like, listen, I'm sorry that, you know, I shouldn't have said that. Because I, I, I don't know how to work on that part of myself. I told him, I hear you. When I hear you upset, it puts me into problem solving yeah. mode. And he was just telling me, like, it's okay. It's fine. Because I kept course, constantly apologizing. Yeah. That's another thing I have, too. I'm always apologizing <laughs> for stuff. Yeah. Because, again. It's just a practical take on things. It you is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's okay. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There really isn't. Yeah, Trust me. The, don't yeah. beat yourself up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to. I swear. Yeah, I mean, I guess a way you can kind of counteract that is mm-hmm. just to ask the person, like, oh, do you want to hear solutions or do you just want to be listening to Listen, you know what's crazy? I offered that in the past. But mm-hmm. in that moment, it didn't come out. Because I guess that's how deeply rooted I am yeah. with my trauma. It just, these things just tend to slip my mind. Of course and it didn't come out i thought about that after the fact when yeah. i was overthinking everything it's like you should have said it this way but no you had to be stupid and say this you you're know? not stupid no. you're not stupid <laughs> that's one thing i'm yeah. trying to work on too just like this constant self-deprecation and yes. that's what my therapist was telling me it's like you know you need to stop talking to so down on yourself yeah. you know and it i do causes, that too, uh-huh i do it too um very like very much so like because I seek validation, at least outward validation from mm-hmm. everyone. So mm-hmm. it's like if I don't receive it, I'll just be like, oh, like, you're not good enough. Or why'd you do this? Or you should have done that. Or you're so dumb for wanting this or dumb for doing that. Like, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a battle with everyone. Absolutely. That. For sure. So it's like, I don't want you to feel like you're alone, you know? <laughs> no, girl, not at all. Now that just makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Even though we have, like, touched upon it in the past. But no, I guess yeah. having coming out fresh from that experience, it still feels like, you know, it's it's just me so that really did help out a lot it's just a lot of work it's a lot of work relationships in general are just a lot of work and i feel like not only just romantic (laughs) ones but with your family as well friendships as well like especially family dynamics especially oh Oh my god girl that just made me think about el salvador all over again oh my (laughs) gosh talking about el salvador yes oh my god how was your trip girl my trip for the most part, it went really well. Okay. But um, I was actually um talking about this with Alex while I was out there too. Alex is my boyfriend, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, Hi, Alex. Alex. <laughs> it's me, Alex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was telling him how I felt as though the trip wasn't really the best for me mentally, mm. and I was saying that because um, 
how I meant I mentioned before that I don't have a close relationship with my mom. Yeah. Um. Well, she kept calling while I was out there. <laughs> well, talking wow. mostly to like my grandparents. Um, okay. They brought up the fact that I was there and stuff, but um, she wouldn't really like acknowledge it further. She would just be like, "Uh huh, okay." Like she wouldn't like say anything further. Like we're yeah. like asked really about how That's I was. That's crazy. I know, but um. So to just have her like. I guess constantly call even though she wasn't talking to me because you know I'm not trying to do that right now I don't feel like I'm ready for that yeah. yet especially with what caused our um, fallout to happen in the first place there's no way in hell I'm ready for that but um it just to know that because wh- what I was really trying to do honestly was to just get in an escape and I think I might have mentioned this to you before girl Rao was like I hope this trip is what I hoped it would be because as soon as i one of the most like relaxing things i find about going away and the only country i've ever visited outside of the states is of course el salvador yeah but the whole like act of like getting on the plane and then seeing that take off it's just it's so therapeutic oh yeah it's so therapeutic yes bitch i'm out this bitch like you know like i'm out this whole like (laughs) let's go but once i was there Mm -hmm. um I guess we, my grandparents and I would just talk about my mom like here and there and stuff. So I felt like in a way, even though um, there were things that I haven't said before that I did say to them, it just, how do I explain this? I felt a little draining. Mm. I felt pretty draining, even though like I felt like I did grow a little closer to them, but I feel like I grew closer to them in the wrong way the wrong through ways. her. Yeah. You know, and not more so like me as an individual, I guess you could say. Even though like I did like lay bare flat, like my like what I I guess just being a student and like working and stuff, like yeah. they know that for sure. But I guess like how you and I are like at our core. Especially since they are older yeah. too, like they're not really it's gonna harder. get that. It's yeah. harder, to so communicate with like yeah to like older generations. generations. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard. So there was that, and then I have like an alcoholic uncle who oh like gosh. came by like twice. <laughs> yes, the first time it was um, the day right after I landed. So um, to give you guys like a better um idea. If there are any like salvies out there, um, we all got that one. Drunk we all got the yes. We all got that one drunk uncle. <laughs> absolutely, I'll be the yes, drunk the drunk. Uh, yeah, In absolutely. The I felt that too. I feel like I'd be like the cool drunk, like the cool right? aunt with like the wine, you yes. know, like just or the champagne, the classy, or the champagne. Not, not a ratchet drunk. No, no, a not a ratchet drunk. A fancy classy drunk, right? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want a repeat of Christmas no. of 2020. That was oh, a gosh. mess for me, <laughs> guys. It was not a mess for me. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You uh, called me, right? I did. That was the first time and I ever got goes, drunk, guys, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You were the cutest thing. Let oh me tell you something. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. She, ca- she keeps apologizing one, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of established that she already does that. Yeah. But now imagine her drunk. Like, this is like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was so good. She goes, I'm sorry, mamas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my and God. I'm like, oh, my God, Lita. Don't be sorry. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever seen real Lita come out. Like, I feel like that's you. Uh-huh. Just like uncensored, uncensored, you know what I mean? Because not that like you're a, a sloppy drunk, you know, you're <laughs> just like a very fun, upbeat person, and mm-hmm. I feel like you don't let that person come out. I really don't, yeah, honestly. Like, I, I, feel don't. Like you do. <laughs> I don't, because I always put like, well, now more than ever, with what I was like telling yeah. you before, how I feel as though I'm too emotional and that I need to put up certain 
borders for myself in order to not get hurt and even though um i guess the most hurt emotionally i've ever felt was with my mom yeah i've kind of like i guess in my head i've just taken that and like ran with it where it's like you know who's next who else can do this to me you know so i have to put that border up yeah but not successfully it's in progress but i don't even know if i should (laughs) you know now (laughs) i don't think there's anything wrong with wearing your heart on your sleeve as long as Mm -hmm. you establish boundaries absolutely and that's where i like struggle because i have told you before i can't i struggle with saying no to certain things most of the time me too in order to because i am a people pleaser at my core like yeah i constantly like put myself in a position where I tend to receive the short end of the stick of things in, in order for someone else to be happy, which my heart is always in the right place. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not complaining about this. No, but I yeah. do love seeing people happy because of the actions that I do. But sometimes, like, that happiness comes at a, you know, at your own sacrifice. Absolutely. And that's what I'm not, like, really... Like, I can... I'm speaking about it now, but deep within me, it's something that's not clicking yeah. yet. Because I know, like, if I leave today, like, if i leave like park here i'm still gonna continue to do the same thing so i need to like constantly keep going at exactly. it exactly you know yeah patterns don't break in a day they don't yeah, they, they don't. really don't <laughs> not at all and like people a lot of people on social media are just like stay positive stay positive and everything will get better but it doesn't it like, really you know, doesn't things happen and it triggers it up all you know it triggers it all up again and that's what i'm scared yeah. of yeah you know? let's say I've come so far, let's say, I'm putting an example, I'm not saying I have, but like, let's say in the future, I went so far with my own progress as a person, and then one thing triggers it, and to have all that progress just fall, it's like, it's terrifying it's for me. It's crazy you mention that, because mm-hmm. that's exactly where I'm at. Like, mm-hmm. last year during COVID, mm-hmm. um, I lost my grandma, so it was very hard for me, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, I had I made a lot of progress emotionally. Like I yeah. felt like I was putting myself out there. I was writing a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I was channeling my inner emotions. Yeah. Um I was recording videos and I was just very I was just very much in a better place, mm-hmm. I would say, um personally. Mm-hmm. But then this year just really kind of like ended all that for me. And um I got very depressed and anxious just because of that fact like knowing that i made all this progress and then i'm back at square one because of one yeah. little thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was just it was just tough mentally right. it was like uh it's still an inner battle you know because it's, it's still, like uh-huh. was i really that person or was i just pretending or Ooh. am i truly who i am right now which is like an anxious person you know what i mean yeah but i guess it's that like you're just going to consistently be met with um challenges and lessons that kind of trigger you to learn the lesson again absolutely and to be armed with the tools in order to overcome those circumstances as well because someone like me who just like (laughs) you know trauma does have like really drastic effects Mm -hmm. on you and you know uh, going back to what i said about with the tools i feel like now i become such like a forgetful person when it comes to things so i'm scared if like when i need the tool i'm not gonna have it because of how like i my mind currently works so but everything is a progress you know everything yeah and sometimes you are gonna forget those tools true let me tell you something because Mm -hmm. i was very i was very much in a spot 
last year where I was like, I'm never going to talk bad about myself because I know where this is going to lead. So I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself dumb. I wouldn't call myself mm-hmm. stupid. I wouldn't. And every time I would kind of think that, I would reframe that thought. And I'd be like, no, you're not stupid. You just didn't know. Or you mm-hmm. were, you know, this is new to you. So mm-hmm. I was just being authentic with myself. But then all of a sudden this year, since I kind of exhausted myself because I was so focused on things I shouldn't have been focused on. Yeah. Um, I went back to that where it's like I was I was attacking myself I was like you're so dumb you're so stupid how could you do this how could you fall for this again mm-hmm. um so yeah so you are gonna sometimes forget but as long as but then but this is the thing now you're more conscious about it yes that you was just gonna, I, mean? I was just thinking that actually yeah you're more conscious about what you do now so it's mm-hmm. easier to get back to where you were than it is when you're first learning it True. at least that's how I feel I don't know no, I'm glad that you brought up being conscious about it because the thing that I'm constantly struggling with right now is that I'm conscious of these things. So because I am conscious, I feel like, well, I should have known this before either yeah. way, you know, and then that's what triggers the lashing, you mm-hmm. know, me coming at myself. So I'm trying to deviate away from that thought process, which is really difficult to do, guys, especially if you've already... Um, you're so used to just self-deprecating you know a lot it's it's, it's really hard again like what you said patterns and cycles are not easy to break within a day or they are impossible kind of like to break within a day oh yeah and that's been like a constant pattern with me growing up and it's hard more so now like in these like recent years oh yeah just because like now it's very ingrained very much ingrained very much ingrained because as a child you're still learning you're still absorbing you're still absorbing you're a sponge yes and now it's like you know you're kind of how do you let go of all that attention exactly you want to know what it is and i'm glad you said that too it's because we've already grown into that thought process so that's um we think that's who we are essentially and it's it goes back well i'm like remembering what my therapist said it's like the um since we were focusing mainly like on therapy in regards to my trauma so like cognitive behavioral therapy Mm -hmm. and she said that the first step is safety so to figure out like where like my safety spots Mm -hmm. or where my sense of safety lies the second step is mourning which is shedding away the person that you are now in order to grow into and that's else. scary and that's what i was gonna say that's you know because that th- this who i am now this is, is all who you i know, know. yeah and ha- i can't say goodbye to her it's hard to because i'm comfortable within her and who are you without her like exactly who are you if you're not this person exactly who are you if you not if you aren't your trauma like how can i continue to like face on this world even though it's not the best you know even though she has her major flaws which i just brought up before but they've protected but they've protected me you know even though they've caused me more pain than protection but you know it's it's who i know exactly i can't really like i don't know i see myself or not really see myself but more so i envision myself who i'll be or or like who i'll grow into and it kind of terrifies me oh yeah because because i don't want to lose the the essence the essence of who i am and i guess that being like a very loving and nurturing person and i guess we always will have those traits Mm -hmm. it's just now welcoming others yes that truly are who we are you know what i mean i I know what you mean you know what i mean yes i do (laughs) (laughs) because when you realize the patterns you and like you play a part with Mm -hmm. um what am 
I trying to say? Like, once you realize what your subconscious pattern is, mm-hmm. it's 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 very painful to see or to witness, right? Yes. Um, just because it's like, how do you break this? Like, how do you <clears throat> how do you become something new? You know what I mean? I don't even know what I mean. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know what I mean. Like. What but I, I understand. <laughs> you understand. I understand. What I'm saying, yes, right? like, absolutely. It's like it's in a sense. I feel like it's easier to be ignorant just mm-hmm. because you don't see how you're causing yourself pain, or you don't see how you're causing others pain. But Ooh, you know what I mean. Yes. But I once do you like realize, no, like if I do this, this is gonna hurt me, or this is gonna hurt somebody else. It's mm-hmm. kind of harder because now you're aware of it, and you have to like actually change it yes and that's hard that's very hard you know yeah but it's better because that's where growth is yes that is where growth is Uh uh-huh yes don't be ignorant guys no don't be absolutely not get educated educated i love that (laughs) i love that word (laughs) same here i was like using it years ago but now it's like resurfaced a lot so i'm like educated because if you're not educated <laughs> then, I don't know. You're out of I, I, I don't know. Use it again. I just want to I just I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my god. So let's talk about purpose. Oh yes. Right. Right. Uh, what is purpose? Good question. What is purpose? What is purpose? Let's explore this, guys. Right. What is I purpose? I feel like purpose is. Our happy place. Our happy place. Right? I love that. Like, where, mm-hmm. where we're supposed to be. Right. What we're meant to do in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what, that, that's mainly where I was going at, like, yeah. with the ladder. Like, where where we are in the world. Like, feeling secure in our place within the world. Yes. That's, that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like, mainly. Yes. Yeah. I guess um, we were actually, uh, we brought up this question a couple of days mm-hmm. ago that we wanted to save for you guys. It's um, if we feel as though we found our purpose within life. And if I'm going to be honest with you, I have not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't I have either. Not. I, I have haven't, either. no. And that scares the shit out of me. Same here. Right? Same like, here, it's yeah. just like, I, I don't know. And there's this comparison mentality that I always have. It's mm-hmm. like, I see everybody doing or be or doing what I think makes them happy. Like, mm-hmm. surface wise, right? Because obviously you never know what's going on in somebody's life. Exactly. But they seem like they're genuinely enjoying what they do and they have their shit together right that's what it seems like yeah that's what it seems like mm-hmm. so it's like when is that gonna happen for me or how does that happen for me or what am i supposed to do mm-hmm. and how do i find it true because at some points i thought to myself like maybe i have achieved it but why doesn't it feel, feel like great it. like yeah. why doesn't it feel like it you know because i always had the um thought or the yearning to open up a daycare and to just work with children because yes. I've been around kids all of my life <laughs> mm-hmm. and now that I'm on the path to childhood education um I'm starting to think if that's really what I actually want to do yeah. you know even though I am like I said before at my core I am like a naturally nurturing and loving person and children need someone like that to give them attention to care to provide them a place where they can be safe and a place where they can grow as well but I guess that ties back into my insecurities as a person too where it's like what if I can't provide that for them 
and I'm just scared that like by the time that time comes you know I'm not healed from Mm -hmm. my trauma and I don't want the certain aspects that my trauma has left on me to come out with them you know so I start to think a lot about that yeah even though those children do deserve the absolute best parts of me but with what my trauma has left me I'm there are things that's not, that I can't really control sometimes and it's like I'm aware I'm conscious of it but like you said change is difficult it is it's very difficult so now I'm at a point in my life where it's like well what am I really meant to do now you know I never really dreamt, dreamt big I mean I don't even dream about like owning a house or like having children <laughs> or like getting yeah. married because it scares me it you does. know it terrifies me because going back to the dynamic between my mother and I um the last time we ever spoke we got into a really nasty argument and I guess that changed my view on relationships for for a long time well it's up until now where it's like if someone I love so much can do that to me then anyone else could come and do the same thing you know they can present a version of themselves one way but let's say you're x amount of years far along into the relationship and you're married with children and they come and they, they, yeah. they, they um they ba- they they turn your, they turn their back on you up. you know sorry guys the spanish came out the spanish came out but this all means no, like yeah. spanish up there, you know but yeah I so i'm of, scared of that i kind of give up on relationships for that aspect too mm-hmm. like my parents were very not great for each other oh no and like not at all. I just, I'm just scared I won't be great enough with my partner, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want my children to kind of see everything that I saw, like, happen between them. Exactly. So it's like, I constantly, like, when I meet somebody, I constantly have this need to kind of um, not, like, ease the tension, I guess. Ease the tension? Yeah, ease the tension, meaning, like, I won't really bring up what's what's wrong in the relationship because i'll just mm-hmm. suck it up and deal with it mm-hmm. you know just because like i don't want to argue and sometimes that in itself listen leads to i relate 100 percent yeah to that. Like, like girl towards the beginning of mine that, that's what i would right do. yeah so it's like again that sacrificing of needs and, exactly you know just like not being able to openly express okay look mm-hmm. i'm not happy because of x and x reason not because of you but because mm-hmm. I just don't enjoy this aspect of what's happening within our relationship. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like crazy. But to go back to purpose, right. um, I genuinely feel really lost. Like, I don't Same. know what I want to do. Like, I remember when I was young, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a dentist. Like, I'm going to be Me a dentist. being a lawyer. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, Girl. I was like, and it's We crazy. had no idea. We were little. Yeah, it's we had like, no idea. Bro. Uh-huh. When I tell you, I was, like, set on this goal, right? And Mm -hmm. I was working my ass off in high school to make sure that that goal became a reality. I finally got a job at a fucking dentist's office, and I hated every minute of it, right? Because I couldn't speak to people, and I love to speak to people. Like, I love to engage in conversations and just talk my you know everything out or just like get to know them Mm -hmm. on a deep level like you know this yeah absolutely Um, so it's like I I felt like I couldn't do that there with that career choice so I kind of left that Uh I was like I'm gonna be a school counselor right Mm -hmm. because I love to listen to people I love to ask questions 
and I love to get to know people on an emotional level. And if I could do that with kids, even better, because who needs it more than they do? Than children, you know I mean? yeah, absolutely. Like, everybody yeah. goes through something at home, um, and if I could help them in any way, I, I would. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, do I really want to do that for the rest of my life? Like, am I going to be satisfied? I don't know. Like, and maybe it comes from that, am I good enough? Yeah. You know, like, am I good enough to help these kids if I don't even have my shit together? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, uh, you know, so it's like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I guess what we can focus on now is our healing process. Yep. But then again, me and my overthinking issue, it's just like, bro, like, what if one day you just, you lose your shit? Like, <laughs> all the progress that you've made, that's what I mostly fear in life, yeah. is all that progress just being lost. But I'm trying to adopt a more positive um, mindset. mindset, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tr- I'm desperately trying to Trust do me, so. it happens, though. You're going to yeah. break. Like, oh, for sure. something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But everybody has a breaking point. You know yeah, I mean? that is true. And it's like, it's not about like how low you go, but about how fast you get up from there. True. You know? That is true. So if you can, I guess, kind of be still with that thought, that like you won't be able to control every outcome. Mm-hmm. You can control the, I mean, you can't control every aspect, but you can control the outcome, I guess, is what control I'm trying to say. Control the outcome? Yeah, that comes from it. Like you can grow from it. That is I true. And, tr- and control is something that I do struggle with. Me I think too. it's what I brought up before, in regards to um, just me being a people pleaser. Like I can't really control when or not to say no. You know what I mean? Like I can't say no. You know, I constantly have to please those around me in order to avoid again that mental lashing that battle, I give myself. Yeah. That mental battle. But that's not mm-hmm. to say that. I do this in order to, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, <laughs> that I don't do that because it does, it can come across as me being fake, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, not doing things from the heart when really I do, like I do care too much <laughs> at times, like I care a lot, but it's, um, I guess that lack of control does stem from me constantly trying to please. To please. Yeah your mom mm-hmm. absolutely like i would go out of my way for her and whatever she needed and to mm-hmm. her for her to have um told me to my face that you know i didn't care about anything it was it was it was rough oh yeah it was really rough because my mom kind of said something similar to me she's like you always protect your dad and like mm. bro like if they, only pay, they she, make you choose yes <laughs> they really do and then yeah. the other we were when i was in el salvador mm-hmm um, oh, girl, we didn't talk about your trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. but <laughs> we'll have to talk get about to, it now. We'll talk about it now, yes. <laughs> but uh-huh. I was in El Salvador. It was really rough for me because I'm I'm going through this, I want to say, inner awakening where I'm, I'm noticing everything that I'm doing that isn't what's best mm-hmm. for me or my mask is, I guess, coming off or whatever. So a lot of, like, inner childhood trauma has been kind of triggering up and stuff and I had a conversation with my dad and I go you know I feel like we really don't have a connection Mm. and he's like we don't have a connection mind you he's kind of like 
three beers in. <laughs> he's like three beers in. Oh so gosh. he's already like kind of like emotional. So he cried. And I cried because I was like, yeah, like not like we do hang out and we do like do stuff together and we go on vacation all the time. But it doesn't feel intimate. Like it doesn't feel deep. It just feels mm-hmm. very surface level. Yeah. And it stems from, again, in the childhood. Because, like, my mom would always say, like, how he hurt her so much and this and this and that. And it's like, how can I love somebody that hurt my mom, you know? Mm, yeah. So it's like I've built that wall up with him where I don't let him in um, as much as I should. So then, so I told that to my dad. And he's like, oh, like, I feel like you always protect your mom. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I obviously can't win. Like, one person thinks I'm protecting the other one and that one thinks that. So it's like... If only they knew, like, I do protect both of them. Like, when my mom lashes out about my dad, I'm like, oh, but, like, you know, he has, he's going through it or this and this and that. And I'll protect him. And then when my mo- my dad is lashing out about my mom, same thing. Like, I'll be like, no, like, you know, my mom went through a lot when she was younger and this and this and that. So it's like for both of them to say that I don't care about either of them is like, do you not notice how like i'm consistently in the middle trying to protect the both of you exactly and invalidating your feelings exactly too focused on i guess not hate but more so what what they went through back then you know what i mean which is understandable you know what i mean like definitely i understand it completely but then again it's like they're so deeply rooted within that pain that it's invalidating you exactly and that's Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm getting at Mm -hmm. so then when i enter relationships with men Mm -hmm. i kind of do the same thing where it's like you're feeling sad okay whatever i'm going through doesn't matter because you're feeling sad um you're mad okay i can't tell you about the shit that just went down in my house because you're mad and i don't want to make you feel even worse yeah you know so it's like I need to get out of that. I need yes, to uh-huh. I need to validate myself because if not I'm just going to repeat the same thing I did with my parents exactly. and that's still happening clearly because obviously they think I bo- I hate them each. Like they think yeah. I hate them oh, both. No. Like I don't understand, but yeah. But anyways, my trip was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> my trip was great. It sounds like a fun time, girl. What yeah. else were you up to? Right? And then we went to the beach. And that was great. That. Uh-huh. We went to the lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, sightseeing over there is amazing, by the way. Oh, guys. El Salvador, please add that to your bucket list of places to travel to. Oh, El Salvador yes. has beautiful places, let me tell you. Surf City. Surf City, yes. To I'm the saying. surfers out there. Yes. That's your haven. Oh right yeah. There. Oh yeah. Girl, talk no. about the waves. Oh, Let no. me tell you something. Uh-huh. So, I went in the water, right? Mm-hmm. I love how like the tide just I got know. like more stronger. Uh-huh. They're like we're back for you. Like bitch. we we we're coming for, for you. you. Like you mentioned waves, we here. Yes. Uh-huh. Like <clears throat> So I go in the ocean, right? Oh no. Mind you, I'm going in by myself cuz everybody else is at the pool and mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like running around all excited. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. like the sand is black. The sand is black. <laughs> the guys. sand is black, guys. Yeah. Um, and I'm like rolling around, bitch. This big ass <laughs> wave. <laughs> uh huh. The wave just like takes me like away, mm-hmm. and like, bro, I. And I died, and, and you died. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much what happened. No, <laughs> it was oh my so God. funny. Though. Wait, what? What beach did you go to? This was Misata. 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 Where is that near? This is in La Libertad. La Libertad. It's, okay. it's 
it's by El Lago de Cuatepeque. Ooh, it's I've been to senior. I've been to El Lago de Cuatepeque before. It's beautiful. Let me tell you. I something. went like jet skiing on there. It was fun, bitch. Let me tell you. I thought I almost I, was, I thought I was about to fall off there. Bitch. Oh no. I drove it. You drove it? I drove oh my it. God. Bitch, I sailed that bitch. <laughs> you took control of that bitch. Teach yes. me how to take control, bitch. Let me teach you something. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, but isn't it beautiful though? It's so beautiful. It's so pretty. Oh my gosh. I was talking to my dad and I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. dad, we need to invest out here. Yes, I was ta- I was talking about that with my dad yes. too. Cause he's um well he has like fifteen more years till he retires. He's like forty nine, about sixty five is like quite a long way to yeah. go. But I told him, since he's telling everybody that I'm going to put him in a nursing home, I'm like, if that's what you want, I have no problem with it. That's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get for saying shit, right? Yeah. But, no, but seriously, <laughs> I was, I was like, talking to him about, like, buying land out yeah. there. And I told him, listen, I got, I'm going to send your ass to El Salvador. You leave me alone. And he's like, all right, but keep me happy with, like, $500 monthly. That's what you he gonna said. You're going to get, like, dinner and call it a day. Like, Yo, that's for real. It. Like, that's Honestly. all you And since he, um... Oh, mind you, my parents, like, are divorced, but I, you, when I, every time I go out there, I always visit my mom's side because most of dad's side is here. And so dad really likes where my grandparents are, like, my from mom's side, yeah. which is in Morazan, <laughs> specifically in Cacaopera. Like, Ooh. that area is... Say it again. Cacaopera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's, like, you know, El Campo, like, the mm-hmm. countryside out there and so he really loves that whole vibe like being with the nature yes. surrounding yourself with nature <laughs> Let me which is what something. made the trip not as like I w- the, the trip overall for me wasn't miserable it was just having that looming over my head and then my yeah. drunk uncle who would come to like fuck shit up like the, the on like the two sundays Somebody that like happened him up. someone for real girl honestly i'm like pissed that his ass isn't isn't in jail yet because guys let me tell you when i was out there this motherfucker had the audacity to ask me for money and he always does this whenever my mom and i go over or any family like if they come to my grandparents house like he doesn't even live there one he like lives in my grandparents old house because mm-hmm. now their new place is like uh like in, at the edge of like a, a street now yeah and so um this motherfucker, he, like, drinks every single weekend. Before, it used to be every day, but, like, he downgraded to, like, every weekend. But it's still bad, right? So, he comes every Sunday. And He's I, making some progress. I, I mean, But girl, it's not enough. It's no it's progress enough. at all, bitch. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you <laughs> this. Like, fuck this. Like, nah, just fuck stop. this shit. I can't excuse <laughs> yeah, this yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I flew in on a Saturday, yeah. right? And then he comes the next day. And then my ass was just chilling on the hammock, you know. Like I was, just I was pretty life. tired. Literally, literally, I was just vibing, taking a nap. Yes. And then I was like, kind of awake because I could like hear what was going on. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're like awake, but you can't move, kind of, kind of thing. I know exactly. Whereas like you want to get up, but it's like uncomfortable. Like I don't want to move. Yeah. So I could hear what, what was going on, and I heard my uncle come. And then my grandma was Were like, you "Trying to purposely ignore him." No, like honestly, I, I just I just couldn't move. Like I was like stuck <laughs> in that place in the hammock. Uh-huh. It's like, I this is comfortable, right? But but I can still hear everything. If only I saw how she rolled her eyes. It was huh? not funny. <laughs> no, what you just said. Your oh, what face, I said. Your oh, face like, expression was funny. Oh no, but like, <laughs> so my grandma, I heard her say, "Oh, like don't bother her. She's sleeping." And then mind you, motherfucker's drunk as hell. So he like comes up to my hammock. I like felt it right, and then yeah. he like he touches like my feet, but he's like this. He's like. Sobrina, which oh, in, in, in English is niece, damn. right? And my whispering. ass, no, nah, girl, he said, Sobrina, like he yelled it out, and my ass goes flying out of the maca. Oh, I 
got scared because oh I didn't think gosh. he would do that shit, right? Yeah. And so we start like chatting and shit. And then I gave him the boots that my dad had sent him, which yeah. his job had gave for him. But oh, that he was the gonna first use. day you saw him? Yeah, it was the first day I saw him. My dad had like sent him something, right? And so we were like talking and then he wanted to talk to my dad on video chat about like to thank him for the shoes. They were just like talking for a while. Mm -hmm. And then he has the audacity to like ask me for money. He's like, oh, like, you know, give me like some five, five, ten dollars, you know, so I can like at least get another shower, like get another like trago. But I was like, nah, (laughs) like I told him like the money that I had with me is my dad's. It's my own and I have to respect that, you know. I'm not just going to, like, spend money just to spend it like that, you know? That's crazy. And so he left all pissed, and I found out that the, sh- the boots that my dad had got for him, he sold them for $10. And they were... Are you And they serious? were $75, bitch. And he sold them he for $10? He sold them so he can go and get drunk again. But listen, that's not the first time he'd done this shit. I left him a phone, like, when I went in 2019. He sold it for He five. sold that fucking phone for, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> It was like a little like he's Samsung. He's not even a good dealer. Like no, he's, he's not. A, no, he's good not. He's like, not. You know how many beers he could have bought with seventy dollars? Oh my god, he's and he his stupid. his ass sold no. For $10. And mind you, he has like multiple kids with like different women out there too. Oh but the girl that he's with that now, makes she, me want to get drunk like too. she has he has three daughters with her, yeah. right? And doesn't give the money for shit, pretty much. Like he, they're like surviving on their own. Oh so that was day one, and then day two he. No, later on that same day, he came back to argue with my grandparents, and then he was trying to hit my grandpa. Like, he grabbed, like, a stick, and he was trying to, like, go at him. And it's not the first time he's, like, tried to get physical with them before. Like, I saw, like, on the walls over there, you know how, like, the Corvo that we carry, like, the big-ass machete? Yeah, he left, like, slain marks on the walls. He had a machete? He had one, and those marks, like, those swings were going to my grandpa. Oh, heck no. from what I was told, they shut the door just in time. And he was like so he just gets, about like, to cut really his head. Violent and stuff yeah, he gets strong? very violent, which it makes everyone suspect that he's not only on alcohol but doing hard drugs too. Oh gosh. So um thankfully no one got hurt, but he was chased out of the house by like my grand my aunt, mm-hmm. who's like five nine, like a big ass like woman. Damn. Yeah, she's 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 a fucking basketball. She, she's player. a let me tell you. Like, okay. girl, she's, like, huge as hell, but she can, like, get into a fight with someone if she really wanted to and, like, beat their asses up, let me tell you. So her and my grandma and my grandpa, they all, like, chased them out of, like, the house with, like, fucking sticks that they were, like, breaking off of, like, the the, the trees, like, stuff? the, the yeah. chineos, you know, but they were, like, big-ass garrotes, as they oh, called shit. them, right? Okay. So he didn't come back until the following Sunday where he, like, told my grandma, like, look, you want me to, like, fix some stuff up around the house? He was drunk as fuck again. And he does some cement work, but then my grandma was, like, not having it. She was like, get the fuck out of my house. Not like that, right? But she was just like, you know, I don't want to talk to you right now. But, um. Fuck out of here. He (laughs) was, like, cursing at everybody. And then when he left, he just, like, shut the door of, like, the portal. Yeah. He, like, shut the door. But, um, the gate, I mean, uh, of outside the house. But he broke the the lock, like, the latch. So it, like, shattered in pieces when he, like, slammed the door shut. And then he didn't come back ever since. So aside from that, you know, it's an awesome trip. 
it, it was pretty okay. Yeah. Like, I couldn't go out too much because it was raining a lot. But mm-hmm. I did end up going to the beach. I went to El Cuco, which was, was beautiful, guys. I don't it think was, I've ever been there. Me neither. It was, like, my first time going. I went to another one, but this was, like, years ago. Yeah, I went to Las Tunas. Las Tunas? I don't think I went. Have I think it was in, San, like, San Salvador, the one that I went to. Oh. It's, it's a really famous one. Um, El Tunco? Not, uh, I don't think it was El Tunco. I think it might have been El Tunco that I went Maybe? to. Maybe. I'm not sure, but I have no idea. I there was like another one. I think it started with like an M. I'm not exactly sure. An M. But it's really famous apparently. Like all tourists go there. I'm not sure. Are you sure it wasn't the one I went to? I think it might have. Which one? Which one was the one that you went Misanta? to? Misanta. I think it might be. Maybe? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll like ask my dad. I think yeah. he might remember. But um, I went to the beach. And, oh, guys, by the way, there's, like, a water park. It's, like, right around where my grandparents live, too. It's called Apalipul. That one is in Cacaopera, like, in Morazan. So if you guys, like, want to, like, if you're, like, curious of ever, like, traveling out there, or, like, want to see where my roots are, you know? Well, like, my parents' roots, my mom or so. It, Girl, check out Apalipul. It's a beautiful ass like. You know all these spots. Honestly, I be lost everywhere. You be lost. I, I really do. I guess I when it comes lost. to places, I tend to remember them, like remember them really well. Yeah. Like I could like I feel like from Gotera, which is like a shopping market out there, I can find my way home. And it's like the only one I like know a twenty five minute, thirty minute like drive away. I feel like I can find my way home yeah. from there. I actually yeah. drove out there. Same. Did bitch, I tell same. you? No. Bitch. Tell me, bitch. Something. Yeah. Oh my god. So. So over there in El Salvador, there's mm-hmm. only uh, one lane for each for each side, right? Yeah. W- what is it called? One like a like one street lane? or like yeah, one street? It's, it's like one street, like one way kind of type of it's thing. It's like okay. So out here in America, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> America, America. <laughs> um, we have big ass highways, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them have four roads. Some of them have three for each like you lanes. Know, each yeah. Side. Yeah. So in El Salvador, some of the roads only have one one lane mm-hmm. right so one way one lane to go to one way like one lane to go from yeah if that makes sense obviously i don't make sense but, um, <laughs> uh-huh. so when there's somebody going really slow in front of you mm-hmm. you kind of had to cut into the other opposite lane yeah and then go and then back you go like you, you pass them yeah. yeah right so me being <laughs> who i am <laughs> Um, there was this slow ass truck and I'm like, yo, this guy is really not like speeding up. Like he's going like 30 miles per hour later. Like uh-huh. the thing is like 50 miles per hour. Oh like, you my know God. I mean? Uh huh. So I cut into the other lane. Right. <clears throat> and the, the, the entrance that, or the, the, yeah, the entrance I was trying to go into was very tight. Cause the truck was very close to the, the bus that was in the front. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, the other car that was in the front. Oh, I know what you mean. No, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like yeah. they were very close together. But, like that I, space to try to, and that's the space w- I wanted into? to get into. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, okay. So at this point I'm on the opposite lane, right? Mm-hmm. Of oncoming traffic, mm-hmm. right? Coming towards me. And yeah. it was a bus, right? <gasps> and that bus was like not even that far away. So I had to speed the fuck up. I'm playing chicken with this bus, bro. Oh, and, no. then, and then as soon as I saw a big enough opening, I went like back into it. Like I was mm-hmm. so close to hitting that bus. Oh and I had mad God. people with me in the back. Like it was so How bad. Many people? It was like me, my dad, Natalie, his girlfriend, his girlfriend's daughter. Her name is Kelly, by the way, if you're mm-hmm. watching this. And Natalie's her sister, by the Natalie's way. Natalie's my sister. sister. Mm-hmm. Um... That's and like then Kelly's Kelly. cousins. Kelly's cousin. And, uh-huh. No, Kelly's cousin and what her kind of car was mom. it? It was a van. A van. Oof. It was a van. You guys rented it out. Yeah. 
Girl, let me tell you something. When we were going up those roads, like in El Campo. Oh, hell no. You can't. That terrain is crazy. You, you can't. Really can't. You know, I got scared, like, because I drove a Nissan Rogue out there, right? Oh, shit. She had the Rogue. It was like a. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, it was my aunt's. Um, I had a dad van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my aunt's man's car. So I was. um I took it to Gotera with me. But let me tell you, bitch, like mm-hmm. those like little like subidas, like when you go up, like in those like the mountainous terrains, it's yeah. not cute. It's not. I felt that car like going back, like like backwards. Yes. For a second. You have to like yes. floor, like put, put the pedal to you the metal. You really have to floor to that, shit. that shit, yo. That, that shit, shit is struggling up there. It's struggling. It's bitch. struggling. That's my mental state trying to struggle right, right? there. Right? <laughs> right? You trying to go up that mountain? Trying to go up that mountain, yo. Home. Like nah. But it's crazy. Me but trying it to prosper? Huh? Me trying to prosper in life? Say, trying to find the purpose? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh my god, we can't. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, it was it was it was well, it was great. But aside from like the big ass like rain, like yeah. thunderstorms oh, that yeah, would happen, because like in the, cause it's in winter time right winter. now. Yeah, it's different from here. So like mm-hmm. they only have two seasons. Am I right? Yeah, summer and winter. Summer winter, winter is like it rains like crazy. Yeah. And, and it was 90 degree fuck. weather. It was. In their bitch. fucking winter. Now imagine Plus there's the humidity, summertime. so it made it even more yes. hotter. Yeah. But let too. me tell you something. After you have like a hot ass morning, like reaching like 95, like 99 degrees and shit like that around there. Yeah. As soon as that rain falls and you have like that freshness. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like the breeze after it rains. That smell. The smell it's too, amazing. bitch. I like, love it. I can't. <sighs> you know what? The mm-hmm. one highlight. Well, I shouldn't say the one highlight, but the main highlight of my trip was bathing outside. Oh my yes. god, bitch! I did this. Tell me thing. not. So, like at the villas, like yes. oh my god, yeah. <clears throat> because the water was cold as fuck, but yo, listen. But it's worth it. It's really it's worth really it. It's really worth for it. Sure. So let's tell our viewers. So how are the showers out there, Lita? Okay, so where I stayed at my grandparents' place, um, there, um, well, in their old place they had like a well, but in their new place now they mm-hmm. have like a tubing that connects the water source out there so um my grandpa had installed like he made pretty much like a shower head above where like one of like the, the tubings are so when the water falls you it, it's not like an automatic thing like like here in the states or like mm-hmm. anywhere else like in like the first world where it's like as soon as you turn on like the the water it's gonna fall no yeah. they're like no like if you the water's falling it's, it, no, if the water's falling <laughs> yeah. it's falling if it's not then you have to use water from like the, the bila well. that yeah. you have from the, from the well there <laughs> so there was a like a little it's not really a well it's more so like it's I like guess. a it's like a cement kind of tub kind of yeah a thing. tub there we go like yeah. a cement tub and but it's it just like you don't the water in the tub you just hold the water you hold the, the water in yeah. exactly so whatever water falls from like the tubes that come from the water source yeah. it falls into the that cement tub and what with my grandpa what my grandpa did also with like the shower head right mm-hmm. so that's located outside and it's like very open even oh, yeah. though they put like some like they try their best they try their best yeah. to give you privacy but, but you're, you're pretty much out there. Huh? Your poom poom's out there. Yeah, your poom poom's out there. Like, I was out there. Like, the only thing I kept on was my underwear. Like, I had, like, yeah. my titties on and everything. I was, like, living <laughs> you're life. Like free. I was, like, free. Even though <laughs> oh I don't got God. anything to show. But Girl. it's, like, I'm out here. Itty bitty titty community club. Yes. Itty bitty titty community. Absolutely. Honestly, though. But it was so nice. I took it. I took the one shower I took outside because my my aunt from my dad's side Mm -hmm. she kind of has it enclosed like little stalls oh for real so it's very it's not outside anymore which kind of sucks just because like that's 
an experience I look forward to when Same I go over here. there. I don't know. I feel like I'm more right? like one with nature yeah, that way. Me yeah, me too. Do you guys have like um, like toilets, like actual toilets out there? Or we no? do I now. I shat in a hole for 11 days. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I shat in a now. hole. Oh, now. Now we still do. don't have it. But we, ha- we had an outhouse. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. Not That's fun. like the hole, right? Yeah, like, yeah the, the, the outhouse is still there. Yes. Like, bitch, I shat in that shit. I could not. Was it fun? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, not but really, this. But okay, so we went to. I adapted. <laughs> to right? Yeah. You got to. Yeah. We went to my stepsister Kelly's house mm-hmm. or her grandma's house out there, and we stayed mm-hmm. with them for a couple of days. Uh-huh. And their shower. They, well, first of all, it's a hand, like, it's a homemade kind of, like, shower head like yours is. Yeah. But theirs is, like, a hose, and they have, like, a little sock attached to it. It's not, like, a sock, but it's, like, a piece of cloth I know exactly what you mean. That's what my grandparents right? have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, it works wonders, by the mm-hmm. way. But their pila, or their concrete tub, as mm-hmm. we like to call it, yeah. is facing their chicken coop right uh-huh. so it's facing the chicken coop and they have a duck and they have a fucking turkey uh-huh. right which yeah. is so cute the duck's name is Paco by the way oh, and he follows the grandma so he's like an actual pet like it's, oh, it's that's the cutest cute thing uh-huh. it's the cutest thing so anyways so I'm taking a shower right and I'm completely butt naked like <laughs> I'm completely butt naked Bitch, everything was out yes everything yes. was out <laughs> right and I was taking a shower with the chickens you were it was like with the yeah, chickens? it's like they're not like literally, but they were watching me shower. Oh so I gave god. them a whole show, bitch. Oh my god! And I sealed it off. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Did they lay eggs for you at least yeah. eat later, as they should? That yes, was with they payment. did. They said this is your payment. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I actually had like chicken soup while I was out there. Like one of the locals that live like above from yeah. where my grandparents live, she brought me a chicken. Right, like a live chicken, like a, live chicken. a live chicken that my grandma killed in order for us to have soup. I was so upset because, like, that your chicken, and you but, ate but it? she brought it over in order for us to eat it <laughs> pretty Aww. much. Yeah, so I like saw like her that she was like getting ready, oh, like God. the stuff to kill it. They, I think, they like tie a um, like a piece of string around their neck really? and they like break their neck to kill it. That's how much. you guys do it. You guys yeah. do it very humanely. Let really? me tell you how my grandma does it. How does she do it? My grandma will literally swing this chicken by the neck. <gasps> like she swings the chicken. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw the I whole thought thing. that was like the only way you do it, like on the campo. No, like really? She swings the chicken. <gasps> and she doesn't give a shit. She don't give and I mean, they have to survive, but damn, I'm like really she like less emotional when it comes to that. Huh? Like, she's, I'm making her sound like she's a sociopath. She's not, <laughs> but she's just very like, like she just, she has no fears. She has no fears. She's fearless. I I strive to be that. Right? Not like sh- we need the next of chickens around, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, damn, I strive to be that. Yeah, fearless, it's like bro. she is everything for that. I'm, like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The oh my god. <laughs> everybody's gonna be like oh my gosh she hates animals no, no i don't i'm just no. joking but it's true though that's how you know we eat fresh chicken like it's yeah. not frozen and let me tell you yeah. that shit's amazing the chicken soup out there was incredible. oh girl but it just had to be on a hot ass day i was sweating my ass off why do we soup. always have soup on hot days i don't know i really don't know supposedly, i never made sense of that it's because people could well i've heard mm-hmm. supposedly it's because it <clears throat> i don't know like helps 
cool you down but like huh isn't it the opposite though it's the opposite right? i don't know because i'm like sweating balls while i'm eating that fucking That's what I'm like the, the soup and, and i put some chile in that bitch and put chile Hot yeah sauce, limon like limon. some lime yeah and i just sweat same i always have to shower after i do right? that because nah eating soup is a hassle let me tell you out there that and like the cafecito compa they have a hot ass taste too like i feel like it hits better at night it does hit better at night right well what from my what i can tell with my parents with with my dad and like his girl and stuff like that because i don't really drink coffee like that but i did bring back this milk from el salvador this powdered milk i don't know if you've had it before girl it's the leche like the australian i've never i've never drink it but my aunt she just came from el salvador mm-hmm. and she was bringing this powdered milk and she said that they threw it out like really? tsa are you serious yes. so i you know i was probably gonna try it i brought back like two bags if you want i can really? like give you one so you can try or i can like make you one one day night yeah. so you can try it but it's really good but i started sprinkling like little bits of like the coffee in there it's really good it's different it's different i can taste the coffee for sure how do you make your coffee do you i know you don't really make it but do you like well now with this milk on the stove i know well my dad he likes to like put it the water in the microwave and like heat it up that way but when stepmom's over she just puts it like in the kettle and like heats that up i feel like kettle coffee Mm -hmm. like kettle authentic salvadorian coffee is just amazing Mm mm-hmm you should try my grandma's it's so good i want to try it honestly like, i'm not opposed to like trying like coffee like that but i feel like for me it's not like really sweet things yeah and i don't like like the bitterness taste of coffee i have to like s- just really like dull it down oh yeah yeah because I, I make the milk first then i put the little like i sprinkle a bit of coffee in there to like but it but like, color so mm-hmm. it can like start like that's how my grandma color. does it too really yeah she oh, she makes it on the kettle but she she'll do it with milk first so mm-hmm. she'll like she'll um boil the milk yeah and then she'll put like the sugar in it mm-hmm. and then the coffee Ooh, yeah it tastes okay. so good we gotta try it from your we grandma girl, yes. bitch we gotta travel to El salvador together girl, we gotta film an episode out there bitch yes we have to with your drunk uncle if he's even around his ass needs to be in jail like that's girl. all i'm saying like not real he's a psycho huh (laughs) he's a psycho he is a psycho like guys not even gonna lie like his ass really should be in jail like like no like by like like seriously like seriously seriously seriously, because he like my aunt she has um two kids the eldest of which is about to turn four when she uh when the child was born she had him through a c-section right so Mm -hmm. she the child was only was a one month old she was still recovering from her c-section and so this man came to like start shit at the house and he beat her up are you serious yeah he like beat her up while let's she talk was about like, that because yeah. i feel like they don't take that seriously out there no they don't they don't but here's the thing the cops were called there was a report made mm-hmm. there were pictures that were taken because the whole like right side of her face was swollen and wow. her eye looked like bloodshot red because of all like the blood clot that was going on there and so he mm-hmm. was supposed to go to jail for 12 years because that's domestic violence so he was supposed to happened? go so what happened was he was already in jail in holding but um my grandma kept crying for him are you yeah i mean she kept crying for him and then my aunt felt some type of way about that so she went and like took him out from there pretty much she like took out that i don't know really but they just they yeah. stopped processing that whole um charge that's not fair it's not it's not fair to her it's not and that's something I talked about with my grandma when I was out there. I was like, I don't understand you as a parent because I am not a parent. But as a person who values your life and who can't really do much for you guys because I am, like, 
thousands and thousands of miles away the least you can do is to call the cops and put him away yeah for good because you guys are they're asking they're asking for him to come to the house and start shit they're asking for that because they're not doing anything about it or at least get him help like if you're not gonna Uh put him in jail put him in like an alcoholics recovery kind of thing you know i don't even know if they like have that like in around that area for him but i don't know one big thing that i do want to mention is that my grandpa he is a pastor he my family's christian it's even worse so um you know i guess they try to leave things in the hands of god for him to take care of that but i told them this i'm like listen i believe in god i do feel like he was in my i guess in the moments where i needed him the most he was like always there and it's like you know even though i didn't feel like he was but i knew he was there Mm -hmm. but i realized over the years you can't keep leaving things to him because what really matters is your actions it doesn't work that way it doesn't like of course I, believe, I think even I the scripture says it. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, but you can't just keep leaving your you problems can't. to him. It, no. it doesn't work that way. Like you can only hope that God will kind of like speed things up for you, but you exactly. need to consistently like put in the work for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, and I don't know. Like maybe this is just because my therapist was like, "Oh, you tend to make excuses for men." I don't Ooh. know if this is what this is gonna be, mm-hmm. but like I just wonder because I know a lot of religious people tend to like suppress things um and tend to like grow up their children in very like suppressed kind of like environment so it's like maybe that's what led to his alcoholism or something i'm not too sure girl honestly that's something i should have asked my grandma when i was out there because i remember her telling me like when i went in the past um in my past trips that he started being introduced to that path of drugs um as a result of other like guys around Mm. they're like family friends really that they introduced him to so maybe he just fell in the wrong crowd he just fell in the wrong crowd that's that's what she was making it seem like he did and apparently according to them he would um go back to the church like every few weeks and then he'll go back to his drinks Mm -hmm. right after like he would reconciliarse and then he would go and get fucked up the weekend of (laughs) wow yeah so So he doesn't take that seriously seriously, he doesn't take religion seriously clearly Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I just hope he finds his way, but then again, hope is very I hope very so too, but I don't know. I feel like I've gotten to a point where it's like, if you um, harm my family so much, it's like, you're dead to me now. Yeah. So I think about him and it's like, I don't know what end he's going to have. I know it's not going to be good and I don't even know when it's going to be, but I think about it and it's like, do I don't feel remorse. Mm. You know, I don't. So yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I feel bad for his girls because he doesn't treat them well. More so his eldest. She's the one who's been abused by him a lot. In the sense of like emotionally abused. Yeah. And she's only like what, 12 years old? 11, 12 years old around there. See, this is what I mean. It's like if you're not ready to be a parent. That's because they don't. Like the the idea of birth control is just not. Not (laughs) over there. Especially for men, you know, like they don't like to wrap it up. They really don't. They don't know how to. It's just like they, they can't. It's like we could teach you. <laughs> you know? Like. It's like they don't want to because it doesn't feel good. Like, it doesn't fucking feel the same. No. Like, all right. Like, your father. Like, <laughs> I was going to say something stupid. But you should. Goodbye. What were you going to say, girl? Now, now <sighs> you got me curious. I was going to say your two inches doesn't feel right. <laughs> That's OD. And we're not going to talk about I that. I felt that. I mean, for a man like that, I mean, it, come on. <laughs> Yo. I mean, no. let's be serious. Let's that be serious very right now. Little dick energy. Absolutely. You know? I know. So we could just imagine. 
that even was sorry to like paint i'm that like i'm head. like way past that like i can't channel that mindset i'm yeah. like higher than that no i'm kidding no i'm kidding no i'm joking bitch no but i know what you mean though yeah, but girl. it's no yeah. but anyways girl, i'll take her around <laughs> i want to sing i'm so no what are we talking about um or el salvador trip yeah maybe, and like killing chickens <laughs> grandma do you think that would seal our friendship even better what kill, kill a chicken, chicken together? together and then like yeah. rubble up blood on it oh no bitch <laughs> 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 you put in like little vials and right? like take it back oh and no then we we're wear them as necklaces huh we wear them as necklaces oh my vials. god you psycho i love you though i love you yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think should we end this here? I think I, I think we're, we're gonna end it on like chicken blood. Chicken blood. <laughs> we started we, we call I, this episode? The, the chicken blood episode. <laughs> blood of chickens. Chicken blood? Yes. I'm so dead. I love this. No, though. but mm-hmm. I need to stop saying that by the way. That's another thing. I need to say that's so funny because you know, if you keep saying I'm so dead, you're gonna be dead. You're gonna like, no, you're gonna like <laughs> manifest it. You don't wanna yes. manifest the wrong energy, bitch. You know what like, I, mean? I know what you mean, ho. Yeah. All right. I take that back. That's so funny, Leda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But anyways, um, thank you again for having this conversation with me. And thank you, right? my love. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Exactly. We really appreciate you so much for listening to our shenanigans and our Emotions. constantly on like ongoing growth as yeah. as two young Salvadorian women trying to make figure it through it in this world. Yeah, yeah trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because we don't have it figured we, out. I don't know what the I fuck don't I'm doing. I don't, <laughs> me neither. Somebody help me. Honestly, Please. I'm on same, right? Yeah. Send help. Crying. Crying. In Spanish. I'll tell you I'll tell you <laughs> how you can send help though. Just if you could just leave us a review. Yeah. That'll really help us out. You know? Let us know if there's any questions you have on anything. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know your thoughts. Do you like this? Do you like us? Yeah, do you like us? Because I love I like us. you. Well, I like you. Yeah. Right? I like you and I love all of you guys as well. All right. All right, <laughs> all right guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. Bye. We'll see you soon. Bye.